and thank you guys also we're on spotify if you want all of the sunday the youtube is 30 minutes we're, if you've seen us we're staring at the clock like don't go over don't go over uh but but good morning y'all i am glad to have a voice after speaking to about six thousand kids this past week uh we've got another nine thousand more next week and so i'll keep talking on friday i was just barely I had that Elmer Fudd thing working and uh, just barely getting out, but glad to be here. And you know, when you do what you know you're called to do and you do what you love, it doesn't feel like work at all. Because people ask me all the time, how do you talk to the kids for six hours? You know, I don't know, but it's getting long talking to you for 10 minutes. Um, and so, but it's, it's what you enjoy doing. So we'll talk about this side of the ground. I'm starting to really fall in love with the alphabet, um, honestly, the addition of words, uh, and understanding that attitude, numerical order, A represents one, Z represents 26, the word attitude equals 100, 100% of what your attitude is. Uh, purpose, you add it up the same way, it equals 110. When you have a good attitude and you know your why, you're living 110% of what you're supposed to be doing. So this side of the ground, Faith is either believed or buried, we choose. Is your faith up or is your faith down? Is it believed or is it buried? We get to choose. And um, in the last school, Azel, I was at their school on Friday and, and uh, talking to a bunch of football players in the mentoring program. I go, man, y'all got a game? I go, yeah, we're going to get killed. That's exactly what they said. This, but this is the starting quarterback. This is the coach's kid. We're going to get killed. And then they begin to tell me the stats of the other team, right? And they begin to tell me about the, you know, they got this linebacker. He's five-star. He's 6'2", 225. He's a junior. He just turned 16. We're going to get killed. I say, well, then all they need to do is go and lay their stats on the field. Don't you show up. And they go, well, no. I said, but that's what you're doing. How about be the first school that don't get beat before you get off the bus? And then the smart alley kid go, it's a home game. We're not riding a bus. <laughs> <laughs> they got beat to death. I mean, <laughs> got beat 63 to 14. But they felt good, you know? I was like, here's the stuff they had on these, uh, it's so, you're so lame, and, I, and then I'll go preach, I promise. They had on, these kids that wore these construction vests that they went on, what is your hometown place? Uh, you like to shop? Amazon. Don't <laughs> act like you don't live there. Uh, I was like, where do y'all get construction vests? Because I thought it was those little walker people. Not walker, but you know what I mean? That cross, there, there you go. I messed it up all day. I said, you a cross guard or walker people? And they go, no, we're construction. It's the theme of the week. I go, so, okay, the theme, right? There's a statement. I go, what's the statement? I don't know. Just construction. Well, we got fear built here in the team. I said, so why don't I give it? And I kept, like, I couldn't let it go. Anytime I saw somebody in one, I would say something. We're building something here. Yeah. Next thing we're, foundation. Keep hammering. Never stop. <laughs> Kid goes, we're going to get killed. It's like, don't let the building fall on you, dummy. Build. And like a lot of times, I think people wake up like that in their faith too. They read the stats. 
Yeah, man, I'm supposed to be uh, diabetic. I'm supposed to be heart disease. I'm so, I've read the stats. Kids go, they flip out when they turn middle. Teenagers are crazy, you know, they go through the change. Of, stop reading the stats. Devil don't even have to fight you. You've lost when you wake up. Oh, it's Monday again. I know some people wish they had one. Right? You know if you don't wake up, that's bad. Y'all know that, right? <laughs> you don't wake up, that's bad. So your faith is either lived or buried. You choose. We choose. Uh, well, you know, don't you go get married because everybody in your family, all they do is get divorced. Don't go do it. Don't do, oh, did you have a daughter? If y'all heard, ladies, if y'all heard this, oh, the worst thing you could have is a daughter. The worst thing I can have is you as a friend. That's the worst thing. That's, that's number one. I'm going to do that daughter thing down the road. No, be different. How about terrible twos? You ever met them? It's, I've met terrible six months, terrible one year, terrible. Stop limiting. So if they're going to be bad, if, allegedly, make it good. Right? They don't have to be that. So how about that with marriage? Oh, the first six months is the worst. Then you run into older couples, and they go, you tell them how long you've been married. We hear, hear this all the time, oh, six, seven, eight months. Oh, you're still young. You ain't got no problems yet. Well, which one is it? Is it bad or is it good? How about I don't take your stinking opinion about it? How about that? And so we got to quit doing that. And when I was telling you the devil's too close and he knows when you're going to swing, he's, he's hitting everything you throw is because he's timing your pitches. You got to quit letting him time you. Well, when she gets home, she's going to be angry. You don't have to be. You don't have to. It really takes two people to argue. And if you stand there silently, if you can cover up your face from getting hit, you know, uh, don't argue with them. Don't argue with them. They're screaming. It, nothing, more fr nothing frustrates me more when she won't go with me. You know, I'm trying to get on her nerves, man. I'm like, hey, you know, you know you didn't do this right. Okay. Well, why do you mess it up all the time? Okay, I'll you know, get better. Fight! It's crazy. You got to go out in the car. You have to do yard work fighting with yourself. And then people want to offer you medication. Which don't take it, all right? We got to fight back, all right? Fight back against the devil, not against the people. All right, what are we preaching? Okay, Matthew 25, verse 26 through 30, it says, you wicked, lazy servant. And that's the way you want to start a sermon all the time. <laughs> you wicked and lazy servant. Replied his master, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. Then you should have deposited my money with the, bank with the bankers. And on my return, I would have received it back with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to the one who had ten. For everyone who has will be given more and he will have an abundance. But the one who does not have even what he has will be taken away from him and throw that worthless servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is not modern day preaching, right? But this is the Bible because a lot of people don't want to say this type. Take that worthless, low down, 
lazy dog and throw them out back. The other thing is, is the Bible sounds unfair. Give the one who has more, give him what it, the other one, and the one who has little, take it from him. Well, that's not fair. Listen, fair is a place where a pig gets a blue ribbon. We have to live on purpose with God. Now, if you earlier on into this, this particular parable, one was given uh, five talents, one was given two talents, one was given one talent. And the one with five went out and did some with his. The one with two went out and did some with his. The one with one buried his. The one with one that buried his talent believed a lie about the character of the master. Now, the master is the representation of God. And when you don't believe about the character of God, you'll take the gift that God gave you and bury it. People think they can raise their kids better than God can love their kids. I once heard a guy say this, that people think they can raise their kids better than God can love their kids. I heard that once. And then, not too long ago, what was, it was yesterday, that I heard a guy say, people think they can raise their kids better than God can love their kids. It was me, I was the same guy, it was the same voice. <laughs> Say public speaking for a minute, for a living. Sometimes I talked so much this week when I was driving home, I just wish my voice would start speaking inside my head in another language so I wouldn't understand it. Like, man, I got tired of hearing me. I was like, hey, everyone, stop. I couldn't even yell back at myself because my voice was gone. But in your head, you never lose your voice. And, and so here's the value. It's like you took your talent, you buried it. And listen, God, Jesus is going to come back with that same thing that there's so many gifted and talented people sitting on the side. So that's worthless to God that you would bury what he called us to use to help other people. He didn't mean for it to just be for us. Buried gifts bear. He said the richest people are those who died never living what they were called here to do. They died with their dreams. They died with their ideas. They died with their purpose. Les Brown was the one that said Think about that. What they could have been. What the potential. I, I get mad at my brother. My, my last brother that died uh, was murdered. He, I get so angry with him that he was such a good singer. He could play multiple instruments. I can't do either. My gift was talking. Yes, it's gift. <laughs> Some people may be a curse, right? When I was getting married, it was, I'm so outgoing. Now it is, man, you're a morning person. That was cute at first. Now it's annoying. <laughs> Love lights. So there's a generational disaster that would be born when people believe a lie about God's character. Satan did it to Eve. Did God really say? Was God just playing with you? It was a starting to lie about the character of God. Is God really going to use you? Do you really think God's going to live you? I love what this, 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 this wicked, I mean, not this wicked, the, uh, the, <laughs> the master said, he said, you know I reap where I have not sown. Did that not mess with anybody's head? I remember when we were doing it in Greek class. I was like, what? Why is he mad? How are you getting stuff where you didn't put stuff? And, and God said to me, there are people who were not raised in church. I reap there. Who may not have ever known what God was doing. They never known the word. They taken. I can reap right there if somebody who was given a talent would just sow into it. Right? Like, 
Like, this is not just for us. I, I would probably, I think if there's something that ever happened to me and I, I was like uh, mentally messed up and I could talk to myself, I think I'd be awake for days. So many words. So many words. And, and he's saying, do something what you go, well, I, I, I don't have any gifts, I don't have any talents. Yes, you do. You do. But you haven't used it in so long, you think they're not there. You haven't used it. You buried your words. You imagine that God says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Don't bury your words. You have to use your words. You have to speak up. The first two servants moved immediately. It says they moved immediately. And once they received, they didn't even wait around. They didn't even talk. It was like Caleb and the 10 spies that went up. Then they were going to take over the mountain. And, and over time, the eight spies came back. The grapes are big, but so are the people. Caleb said, let's go up at once. Because if we wait, we're going to talk ourselves out of it. Yesterday, I had all day to make juice. Thomas, you know when I finished? At 10 p.m. Because I sat there going, in 30 more minutes, in 30 more minutes, in 30 more minutes, in 30 more minutes, at halftime. I'll do it at halftime. Well, the third quarter is always good. I don't want to miss the third quarter. Well, you know, let's see how this game's going to end. It was a lot of good games on. Like, why move? You know, why don't you lay here and then that's going to help you get up faster. Tell you what, your barbecue, go eat some chicken and that's going to help you want to make the juice later. Okay, there's brownie because your wife really wants you healthy. She just wants you to enjoy fighting the fat that she keeps putting inside of you and these brownies. And so I got a big old thing of brownies and I said, okay, I'm gonna make juice. It's nine o'clock. We will waste a whole day. Anybody else ever done that? You can do that with your faith too to the point you won't believe after a while. The Bible says in the last days, the very elect will be deceived. People that have known scripture their whole life, they will be, you can look it up in Revelation, they will believe a lie. They will believe it. And, 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 and he knows because that's the point where they've been doubting God. So what did God give you? What's your, your gift? What is it that, by the way, sarcasm is a gift. It just has to be used politely. Quick-wittedness, that's a gift. It just has to be used politely, right? Non-polite way, I had a guy in the airport, he saw me with my shirt on. He goes, oh man, you're that guy that work with kids. He's screaming. So I scream back because I'm thinking this is what we're going to do. I go, yeah. He goes, I don't see how you can do it. I go, I don't see how people can work with you. And I walked off. Don't be judging my job. <laughs> judging my journey. God said, see, that's what you don't do with it. I know what not to do really well. Look, that part is good. And it's just as important to know what not to do as what to do. And so you got to think, what is my gift? I believe my energy is a gift. I believe if I can only sleep, if I only need four hours of sleep and I'm up 20 hours of the day, I'm going to do good. I know some of y'all would be homicidal if you only slept four hours a day for a long period of time. People would have to duck. But again, before you say, I don't have anything to offer, that's not true. You do. All right? I believe when we create distance between what God said and what we do, it opens the door to the voice of deception. Right? 
Deception can be measured by the distance between what God said and what we live. That's the distance. Now it's got in there. Patience is a weapon that reveals deception. So you think about these things and like it is the this. Oh, and I was talking about the alphabet area. That's what it was. <laughs> between B and D, there is. Oh my gosh, some of y'all took too long on that. Uh, <laughs> you got kids. <laughs> so if B represents birth. D represents C must be the ocean. C, C. B, C. Make him stop. Just get to handle that. The ocean. I cannot. Come on, cannot. He said it too. Are you messing with me? Are you messing with me right now? Okay. He, he yes, don't. Stay here. C represents choice. Okay. <laughs> He's just shop saying C represents I. Sounds like. So between your birth and your death, you got to make choices, right? Deuteronomy 30 and 19 says, I set before you blessings and cursings, life, death. Choose life that both you and your dude may live. Your seed may live. They are, are, think about it. If our kids are living based on our choices, what kind of chances do they have? I'm, I'm going to answer it for you. Your kid's got a good chance. I know you all sitting there like, oh my gosh, you're good. <laughs> Shut it down. CPS, I'm calling you. Well, what's the problem? Come pick up my child. I'm the problem. The servant with one talent, he believed a lie. How many believers out there that are no longer serving God with great gifts, great talents, believed a lie and now quit? And you can tell the difference because what they believe, they are actually living what they believe. So we believe a lie about the character and ability of God, we can end up worse than the lie that we believed. Right? So it's one thing to have a lot of women live worse than that. Okay, let's go to, the, to, uh, to uh, Exodus chapter 14, verse 10 through 12. Uh, how many of you guys ever watched the movie of the Ten Commandments before? With, uh, what was, it? was it Charleston? Heston. Yeah, yeah. He's there. He's, he's there riding. Okay, we got all those people. And, and who were the ball guys that played the pharaohs? No, they were brothers. Okay, you know what? It doesn't even matter. Anyway. This is where we were. And y'all remember when they got to walk away and then they're getting delivered? They were slaves for 400 years. That's, this is what they're leaving. How many of y'all know if you get out, you're good? All right? I got some relatives that, that were locked up. When they got out, they were good. Some of them. Some of them wanted to go back because they acted like they wanted to go back. But listen to this. Look at how this works. Now, God's delivering them. He stopped them. He's, 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 he's delivering them. Here they go. They're out as Pharaoh. But here they come. They're walking away. They're journeying away as Pharaoh approached the Israelites. He came, he came after them. The, the Israelites looked up and saw the Egyptians marching after them. And they were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you brought us into the wilderness to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Now, why would you not let us stay slaves? Was there no place to bury us? 
by the way, you weren't getting a good funeral. You fell on the rock and died. They kept building the uh, pyramids. What are you talking about? Did we not say to you in Egypt, leave us alone so that we may serve the Egyptians? For it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Now, let me give you a modern day statement. Life was easier before I came to Christ. I had more, <laughs> I had more choices, right? Now, my choices were limiting my chances, but I had more things I could do. Life was easier when I could go off on people. Life was easier when I didn't have to forgive anyone. I know y'all, not, not y'all. Life was easier when I didn't have to hold my tongue. Come on, Tanya, right? Like it was easier. And now you're walking around like, looking like a little kid trying to stump up your ears and like, what's wrong with you? I'm trying not to say nothing wrong. Stop talking to me. Life was easier. Now, now listen to this. Now, look what God did for you. He saved you from going to hell. That's plenty. Stop. If he did nothing else, you're good. You got over. Right? Now, they're looking at him like, God, this man brought us out here to die out here in the wilderness. Look at this. The trouble that surrounded the Israelite made them immediately want to go back to years of oppression rather than stand and believe that God would deliver them again from the enemy. Instead of going from victory to victory, from glory to glory, they went from worse to worse. And they went from the good to the bad. I'd rather believe the bad than the God's good. Now, we had a major pandemic. I still believe God's bigger. Still can believe God's a healer. Still. Still. Well, it was worldwide. So is God. He's, he's universal. I was about to say university. <laughs> Galaxy-wide. Right? What's bigger? Is your fear bigger than your God? Which one are you burying? Should be burying your fifth. Your, your fear is lifting up your faith. Your fifth. <laughs> ah. They had left Egypt, but Egypt hadn't left them. And in order to be free, they would need to live by faith so they wouldn't be led by fear. How easy is it to go back to slavery? Okay, y'all want to act like you're that holy? Okay, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Y'all want to do this? Y'all want to do this with me? Y'all want to act like y'all don't know what I'm saying? Let's do it. On a diet. How easy is it to go back to cake? Come on, you'll be in the kitchen by yourself just rubbing chocolate on your face, not even, not even drinking out of a glass, just got milk in a bowl. You don't, like, like if it hits you, y'all know after the fast, right? You've seen people counting down the 21 days. It, it, the next morning is Sunday morning. You see people coming here hungover from pancakes because it was all you could eat, pancakes, and it was what they could have. They went right back to it. It's easy to go back. Anybody ever go back to a bad relationship? Yeah. What is it like that one comedian said? What if we had an app that would tell you we've tried this before? You know, like when you buy a song, you try to buy it again, and said, no, you paid this. You bought this one. What if we had an app? Oh, no, no, no. This didn't go well. You don't want this song. Got it? It scratches. It skips. It buffers. 
right? What, what if that, like, don't you want to get that to your kid? Like they see something, something happen in there and the app just speaks up, no! Your attitude's wrong. Can't buy, can't purchase. Wouldn't that be good? Well, you do have one, it's called discernment. Right? And you're trying to pour it into our, you know, trying to pour that in our kids. <laughs> like, listen. But we're going to get there. We're okay. So they took that. They, but, but listen, if you get fear gets you, you can bury yourself in fear. You can absolutely do that. And it will keep you away from helping those that you could have helped. It only took one night to get them out of Egypt, but it took 40 years to get Egypt out of them. Hey, when you pray, God heals you right then. When you pray, God delivers you right then. But you have to walk it out. And that's not a musical. You have to walk out your faith. And that don't mean you don't have your deliverance. That means you just have to live it. Yeah. It's easier to be delivered than to be an addict. But an addict will tell you when they can get high and pass out, it's not so hard. But they want to live. They just don't want the side effects. Right? And so we have to do that. One night, one day, God gets them out of Egypt. Forty years it takes to get Egypt out of them. You ever forgiven somebody and it took you a long time to forgive them? Even though you said it? Every time you see them, they've reminded you of them? Of, I, mean, I mean, obviously you saw them. It, re <laughs> it reminded you of it. And you're like, did I forgive them or not? You did. It just takes them walking out. Right? Do you ever want to put a GPS tracker on them? And make sure so you don't run into them anywhere? See, I thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? That was so rude. Just like if they at the mall, because that's where you usually see people, we just stop going. Amazon saved so many people from reliving hurts and pains. Because <laughs> if they get out that truck, <laughs> like, stay right there. We're going to toss a bed down. But that doesn't mean you haven't forgiven them. That means you have to walk it out. Doesn't mean you're not raising your kids like right. You've got to walk it out, though. You've got to walk them through it before you want to donate them to NASA. Donating to my kid to science. They already know everything. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. No, you don't. Do you know how mad I am right now? Do you know that? Yeah, I know. Jared, the worst person to be into it with, man. As a kid, he just didn't stay mad. You get onto him and he's done, he's gone. Oh, okay. Every one time, I was so angry with him. Sent him to his room. His mom got him back downstairs some kind of way. And he was done. Like, it was over for him. I was still like, Ugh. And he said this to me and made me really want to kill him right there on the spot. He said, you still, you still upset about that? It's only been four hours, dude. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, he moved on. And I think a lot of times we sit around trying to wait for this battle. Like, we got the battle royale going in. It's time to just move on. He's like, that? 
And he eating like he had no, I couldn't even eat. I was so like, but he's, he's enjoying eating, eating the food I bought. That was, that's, yes. That was, didn't think it could last that long. And I think sometimes we have to move on, right? But, but listen, they, they didn't. It took them, I'm going to say this one more time because I think you guys didn't hear it the way I want you to hear it. It took one day to get them out of Egypt, 40 years to get Egypt out of them, right? They, they kept it in there because, they, you know, if you've been beaten and long enough and PTSD and trauma and stuff starts to set in, you start to live like what they said about the they did the test with the elephant and they put it in uh, a pole they put this big steel rod and tied the uh, rope around its ankle and when it chained and when it kept trying to pull trying to pull for a little, little while it was little it just couldn't move it and then even as it got older they put a stick with a piece of string and whenever the elephant felt the string even though it was big it would just give up men just because you run into some problems don't give up you're strong enough now to snap it. I wish, I, I, I know y'all don't do this, and I have to get better. I'm working on my salvation. I wish people that I got into fights with when I was little or younger would try it now. Am I the only one? Am I the only one? I come, I wish you tried now. <laughs> I got 400 pound bench press over now. Let's bring it. Let's try it now. Jump out of the bushes with a tire. I'm still going to use a weapon though. <laughs> so now God is like this. You're no longer immature in your faith. Why am I still having the rescue from you? You beating up yourself. You imagine that riding down the street. <laughs> Why don't you like you? So it took that long to get that out of there. I, okay, and I'll just enjoy that sentence myself. Uh, Pharaoh's army was destroyed before their very eyes, but the misplacing of faith kept them wandering instead of being in God's wonder. Right? Uh, just people try to argue that. That wasn't a real miracle. They walked across the Red Sea. It was ankle-deep water. Grown men drowned in ankle-deep water. Pick your miracle. <laughs> oh, I didn't think of that one. No, stop that. I didn't think. And that's where we get to pop off. We could do it. Moses knew about this more than anyone. Remember Moses? Moses, to protect his people, an Egyptian was beating an Israelite, and he grabbed the Egyptian and killed him. And Moses then, because he was trying to expedite what God was trying to make him as a deliverer, but what he was trying to expedite ended up taking longer. But God used him anyway, right? So you're not out of time. You're not out of place. You just need to stay. Keep your talent on this side of the ground. Keep your talent up. Keep it on this side of the ground. And God used him anyway and, and still called him to deliver the people. Listen to this in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 18 through 20. Do not call to mind the former things amen let me read it another way don't bring up old stuff there it is <laughs> how strong it was <laughs> stop talking about the past 
<sighs> I thought we forgot about that. Pay no attention to the things of old. <laughs> Behold, I am about to do something new. Now, again, now if I'm purchasing old stuff, I can't get the new stuff. Now, she just talked about some old stuff in your closet. If you ain't wore it in a year, get rid of it. I'm going to grow down into it. Even now it is coming. Do you not see it? Indeed, I will make a way in the wilderness and streams in the desert. The beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I provide water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my chosen people. Now, God's still right here, kind of reminding us of how Noah's ark work. If you just, just look at that. And I'm not saying it's just look. He said, I will make the beast of the field honor me. In other words, I can keep him from eating you. Okay, cool. I'm so, I thought that was rich to me yesterday. So, <laughs> But I could have been brownie high. Who knows? I mean, um, no, 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 no. I forgot that brownies can be in that. I forgot it. It was not. No, no. Spinach, spinach. I, woo. This is why I should just stick to what's written, right? You <laughs> see people back there. I knew it. Nobody acts like that up here. Here, this is God's reminder to us that that He is greater than anything around, and walking with Him is our only opportunity to ex to be victorious, no matter how worldwide a problem may be. No matter how worldwide, He says, "I can make a river right there." Hey, I can keep you healed from this pandemic. We praise God. We, we, nobody in our house got it. That dude never stopped working. We were going out around people, but I, we believe this. God, let me drink from you so that this dry disaster don't get me. Right? You ever have to bring your own energy to something? Bring your own enjoyment? I like when I speak to teachers, I always tell them that the negative people we should put on their tombstone, I expected this. Because they're so negative, they got a liver transplant from a bedwetter. You imagine how difficult that would be? <laughs> Where'd you get that from? Oh, he used to pee all the time. Listen, here it is. You take that one. Well, negative. But you got to, let's build yourself up in your most holy faith. You're living on this side of the ground, you can do something good. But, but listen to this, and, 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 and never bury your head in the dryness of a situation, but turn and drink from the living water of God. Quit burying yourself in what's wrong and start drinking from what's right. Right? Well, we always say around here, don't let what's wrong with people keep you from saying what's right with God. Right? Because a lot of people won't go to church because people are hypocrites. We all are. Unless you're perfect. But, but you don't understand what a hypocrite is. A hypocrite is someone who makes a mistake and don't believe God can forgive them. That's still hypocrisy. It's not the person that keeps coming back to God. Amen. See, that's even better for you. Maybe I just don't know when. Maybe I'm going to get cards up here and, and, and hold them up. I do not remember ever when I would go to get drunk, faking it. I'm in the bar just playing. 
and it's water in there. Who <laughs> does that? Where are you going to find hypocrites? Probably in a good place. That's trying to do their best and just coming up short, but that don't make that hypocrisy. They trust the God they serve. Have y'all ever seen anyone in a bar faking? They drinking water? <laughs> I'm just out of it. Yeah, you're out of money. You're just over here faking it. Ah, that was not necessary either. But don't bury your head in a dryness, the thing that's trying to run you away. I'm, uh, and just a compassion for families and, and, and loved ones and that, we, that we grow together. Fight to grow together. Fight to communicate. Now when we recognize God as our living water, that means the other decisions is a dry death. Anything outside of God is going to the dry place. Now if, you, if you've not been, and since the world has messed up our words, but I'm going to use them anyway. If you haven't been thirsty in a while, and I mean without drink of water, not attention. And you... <laughs> See how the world stole our words? <laughs> you call someone special. That's no good anymore. That's an insult. You're special. <laughs> no, they're like, why would you talk to me that way? Well, I thought I was, you know, no. Anyway, you've been so dry, like you, like it was like hard to breathe, like hard to like talk. You had to get some water in you. And I think a lot of times we cannot get verses out when we're dried up with problems. We can't get worship out. We can't get praise out. When we're dried up with stuff, and, and we have to get those things out. And so, listen, we cannot afford to miss what is new because we are stuck in what we have always known. Right? Yeah, Pastor Reed always tries to get me to go buy something new. Now, I won't do it sometimes because... Listen, just listen to me lie about the character of Pastor Rita, okay? This is a lie, I believe. She wants me to buy something new, so she... Oh, yes. The, the men are like... The men are like... <laughs> yeah. I said, no, 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 I don't want to do it. Because <laughs> I don't trust it. <laughs> just, it's such a lie. Because she she's going to buy what she wants anyway. And it's like, it doesn't matter. I may as well jump in on this boat. I'll admit it, but I said, if I just stand strong and wear what I got. Some of you believe that about God, right? God, I don't want to ask you for anything else because something bad's got to happen to me if I get something good. It's a bad trust bad thing. So we can't afford to miss out on what's new because we're stuck on what is bad, what we know. All right, John chapter 8, verse 42 through 45. This is a very encouraging verse, set of verses. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me, for I have come here from God. I have not come on my own, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I am saying? It is because you are unable to accept my message. You belong to your father, the devil. Listen to that. People didn't think Jesus was <laughs> right there in your face. And you want to carry out his desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, refusing to uphold the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language because he is a liar and the father of lies. Because I speak the truth, 
you do not believe me. And if you ever uh, grew up, not if you ever grew up, you obviously. Growing up, did anybody ever say, I, I bet my daddy beat up your daddy? Nobody ever said, <laughs> you better say, all right, y'all better say it, right? <laughs> Watch my daddy jump me. Actually, we said my daddy will whoop your daddy, was what it was. Now, mine was true, because my dad was a mafia leader in Lubbock, Texas. And a bunch of other people will whoop your daddy. But what wasn't true was getting him to do something like that, was getting him to fight my battles. Now, I would have loved for that, him to do that, especially for some of the kids that we have to get through. But now you actually have a God that will fight the battle for you. Right? You have a God that will fight it for you. You can say, my dad, whoop your dad. Let's bring it. That's why if you're going to get in an argument with your spouse, show up with some scriptures. Show them how they're biblically wrong and there's nowhere for them to go. Pray they haven't read that week. So that's our struggle. <laughs> she knows just as many. <laughs> well, this scroll <laughs> shows it you. He says, you're, you're of your father, the devil, and he's a father of lies. And if you believe the liar, that's your daddy. Who's your daddy? The devil, your daddy. When we believe a lie, and it's, it's, so, it's disgusting when a lie is believed. And that's the way he wants it. He wants it that way. He wants it, look, look, the people that were the very elect people who serve God, now watch me father them right out of the church. You raise them up, I let them out, and they believed it. Absolutely, Michaela. We are fathered by what we believe. And when it is faith, hope, and God's word, then it is evident that God is our father. But when it is fear, doubt, and lies, then Satan is the head of that life. That team was fathered by what they believed. They got the results they believed. 63 to 14. I think it was 49 or nothing before they even kicked off. They just start giving points. His word... His word. Jesus came so that we would know who we belong to through his word. If we are going to call him Yahweh, we must allow, his, allow our lives to be lived his way. All right? We're going to be called Yahweh. God allow his lives to be lived his way. All right? You guys bow your head. Jesus.